0: Welcome to today's episode of Under the Brim, where we talk about the mindset and motivation of the athlete under the brim. I am Dr. Shanna Moody. I am a professor of kinesiology and human performance here at Sul Ross State University. And just to remind everybody that's listening that I am a fit lead not an athlete, and I have never competed in a rodeo event, but I am a proud rodeo mom and supporter. So this podcast is giving us an opportunity to peek under the brim and talk about the mindset and motivation of both rodeo athletes and traditional sports athletes and see how they compare and how they contrast when they start to go into preparation, training, competition and performance for their sport. And today's episode is called It Takes Two. And today I am interviewing a team roper from the Sol Ross Rodeo team and a tennis player from the Sol Ross Rodeo team. However, both athletes are multi-event competitors and I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. So.
1: My name is Trey Nelson. Um, I'm a Sol Ross men's basketball player and also a Sol Ross men's tennis player. Um, this is my third year here at Sol Ross. Um, and yeah, I'm a senior and I'm excited. I'm excited for this podcast.
0: Okay. Did you go to any other university besides Sol Ross? Have you been to any other colleges?
1: I have. I went to Texas Wesleyan my freshman year, which is um, an NAIA school in Fort Worth, Texas. Okay. And I also went to um, uh, a junior college, uh, North Lake College in Irving, Texas, where I'm from. OK. Yes. So you're from the Irving area? I am. I am from Irving, Texas. You look so proud when you said that. <laughs> yes, yes. Not many people are, are proud to be from Irving, but I am. <laughs>
0: okay. I am, for sure. <laughs> All right. And our other competitor, our other athlete that we have with us is?
2: I'm Chism and I uh, compete in cap roping, team roping, and steer roping. OK. Uh, and this is my third year and first year at Sol Ross. And I just transferred in here from Cisco College.
0: Okay. So did you finish out your associates at Cisco?
2: Yes, ma'am. I did.
0: Okay. Congrats on that. Well, thank you. What are the differences in um, going from a two-year school to a four-year school as far as the curriculum classes? Because I know you're all online, so that's why we, if anybody's watching this on YouTube, we have Chisholm set up here. He's Zooming with us. So you're completely online, so you're not in Alpine at Sol Ross with us like Trey and I are.
2: No, ma'am, I am not. Well, that's—they uh, do have a rodeo team down there in Sol Ross, but right now I am all online, so I'm living at home right now, and I just—it's easier for me uh, because I just have everything right here. It tips my fingers, and Sol, Sol Ross is a long ways down there.
0: <laughs> Sol Ross is a long ways from everything. Okay, so we're just making some volume adjustments there um, so what about the difference um, so you were were you all online when you were at Cisco too?
2: Uh, no I had some online some in person which the uh, Cisco was kind of a small school so that you knew everyone there and then when I transferred to Sol Ross I didn't have a clue who was in my classes and so but it's the professors are still great and uh, just have to take care of business a little bit more.
0: Okay, and what degree are you working towards?
1: Uh, Agribusiness right sure now.
0: Okay, Trey, what about you, what degree?
1: Bachelor's of Science. Okay. Yes, ma'am.
0: Are you a kinesiology major?
1: I am, okay. I'm a kinesi major.
0: So what are you hoping to do after graduation?
1: After graduation, hopefully I can dive into some um, physical therapy, you know, okay. like a physical therapy job or maybe even athletic training job, Okay. one or the other. Nice. Yes, ma'am. Chisholm,
0: what about you after graduation?
2: Graduation—it's kind of up in the air right now. I'm got the family business to go to, but also the rodeo is kind of in sights too. So it is undecided.
0: Okay. And if anybody's watching the video if you can see the setup that the room that chisholm is in right now he just has the perfect rodeo looking environment going on right yeah. like you would believe that he you wouldn't even have to talk to him much to see that it looks like a rodeo household so you grew up in a family of rodeo right did your family compete
2: i my mom did not she's from oklahoma she was from a small town but they, i mean they had horses growing up but she's she, she kind of liked city life but my dad, he grew up in the industry, but uh, I mean, <clears throat> rodeo's expensive, so he kind of went to work, and then he let me play when he worked. So that was pretty sweet.
0: But you were talking about that living at home. One of the advantages is that you have um, pretty much everything you need right there. You mentioned that the tips of your fingers, right? So you were, were you referring to as far as like having arena and practice facilities and horses and calves and everything that you need?
2: Absolutely, yeah. I um, have, uh, I had. Then had a horse standing right outside the house here in the barn, and it's hard to do that when you're not at home. Because I mean, the school they had to uh, supply room for other people too it's not just you and then home kind of it's all about you so
0: <laughs> yeah and that's definitely one of the differences that I've noticed so far in these interviews in talking to the traditional sports athletes versus the rodeo athletes is the the traditional sports athletes have really talked about the team being such a strong element Trey do you feel that like do you feel like the team is more is just as important and big a factor as why in why you play your sport
1: yes yes um I feel like any sport um you know, it's it's a team effort, you know, it's not all on you. And, you know, the more the team is together and, you know, just comfortable with each other, it'll make everything easier.
0: Yeah, so what about you? We talked a little bit about Chisholm's upbringing. Did you grow up um, in a sports household? Did your family play sports? Did they encourage it? Is everybody a sports fanatic?
1: Uh, yes, yes, actually everyone is a, a sports fanatic. Um, basketball is a... A big thing in my household. Um, nobody really played basketball like I play basketball, but you know, they always supported me. Always supported, you know, just basketball in general. Everyone just loves watching it. Um, my dad also played football okay. as well, so football is pretty big. And um, okay, yeah, yeah, football is pretty big in uh, in the household as well.
0: Okay, and then you talked about that you also play tennis here, and I didn't know that until <laughs> we just discovered it when we were chatting the other day. Yeah. So how did you get into playing tennis? Because I'm going to guess, based on the fact of what you just told me about your family, that maybe nobody in your family played <laughs> tennis.
1: Yeah, no one really played tennis. Um, it's crazy because I always just watched tennis. Like, you know, like it would probably be, like, late at night or something like that, and I'd just be like, you know what, I'm just going to watch tennis or something like that. So I always just grew up loving tennis, watching tennis, U.S. Open, Australian Open, you know, everything, just enjoying tennis and then... It just so happened that our men's tennis team, um, they asked me to play and I was just like, okay. Like I had no experience of playing, I just only watched it. So I was like, okay, well, this could be a, a new opportunity for me. So I just i just took it, I just went with it.
0: Well, and again, one of the aspects of Sol Ross is it's such a small school that everybody's doing a little bit of everything. So I think probably when you started playing, I'm guessing that was when the GA that was coaching tennis was also coaching basketball, right? So that probably had something <laughs> to do with it.
1: Right, he was just like, hey, um, I'm the, um, I'm the head tennis coach, uh, do you want to play? So <laughs> she's like, Sure, I mean yeah, coach I got you. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you both are multi sport events competitors. So Chisholm, you mentioned that you do several rodeo events, but did you ever play any other traditional sports? So did you go to face to face high school?
2: So I so I went to public school until I was a sophomore in high school and then with the rodeo, missing so many days that they didn't <laughs> like me. Uh, <laughs> They weren't gonna let me graduate with that many absences, but I was still making my grades and stuff. So I kind of went my own way, went public school, or went homeschooled, and I did. So I played basketball on a travel league, homeschool league here out of Angelo, and so that was uh, so like Joel Braden Harris. He was on my team. Just okay. the, the radio kids, they kind of banded together and played traditional sports.
0: Okay. Well, I know that Joel Braden is a pretty good basketball player. I don't know. So I'm guessing that, and I'm going to guess as athletic as you are in your rodeo sports, that you were probably a pretty good baller too. So how was y'all's team? Were y'all competitive?
2: Uh, So we kind of had a reputation of being kind of ornery and uh, (laughs) and we'd foul a little bit.
0: So, can you imagine, Trey, from your perspective, thinking about people that you've played with? Because you grew up in city, Irving, yeah. like very urban environment compared right. to what these kids grew up in. So, right. what would it? Can you imagine what the basketball game would be like between the area you grew up in and then a bunch of rodeo kids getting oh, on the court? Man,
1: it would be, um, <laughs> it would be pretty bad. Just uh, respectfully, it would just be pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> very respectfully,
0: though. You think there would be some trash talk going on to some?
1: Um,
2: I, I'm so sorry to butt in and stop this, but I cannot hear a word he's saying. Oh, okay.
0: So he's not able to hear Trey, but you can hear me okay?
2: Yes, ma'am, I can hear you great. Okay. Okay.
0: Um, Okay, we'll work on that. But he was just saying that respectfully, it would be a very, Rough game, yeah, right? Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We we actually went to Dallas and played uh, with the inner city, and yeah, we kind of <laughs> had a reputation real fast.
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess that was one of those things where probably the team shouldn't be left alone unsupervised in the parking lot after the game. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that you both play multiple sports and compete in multiple events. But what I really wanted to talk to you about today, because, again, the theme today was It Takes Two, was talking mostly about like playing doubles tennis and the team roping event that you compete in, Chisholm, because I've interviewed a lot of athletes. And again, most of the rodeo athletes, it's um, completely individual. You know, you're competing for yourself. The results depend on you. Um, but when you bring in the team element, it just completely changes the scope of the game. So, for example, when I had um, the soccer player and the goat tire on here, you know, the goat tire was talking about how, you know, like you mess up one run and you have to wait two weeks until the next college rodeo or whatever. But the soccer player was like, you have five seconds to get over that mistake and get back on your game. So I want to know kind of from your perspective, what is it like to compete as a pair? Because that's something different that we haven't talked about on this show too much yet. Mostly it's either been a large team or an individual. So what's it like to compete as a pair?
1: I, i'll, I'll take, let trey jump in okay. first okay cool yeah so uh, it's basically all about trust especially with tennis because you know you have one playing you know close to the net and one playing behind you know further away from the net so if you can't get a if you can't get to a ball then you trust your teammate to make that other play and um and yeah <laughs> okay so so yeah so it's just all about trust and um yes yeah, it's kind of it's kind of hard at first you know just to know like you can't get every ball. Cause I know like sometimes when I started, I was at, you know, close to the net and I just wanted to hit every single ball that came across the net. So it was just, it's pretty tough.
0: Yeah, it's so tough. Trey is talking again, Chisholm's having a little bit of sound t- difficulty. Um, so Trey was talking about how important trust was and that realizing that you can't just try to take over every single shot by yourself. That, you know, one person in tennis, one place, person's playing closer to the net, one person's playing further back. So Chisholm, from your perspective, what's it like to compete as a pair?
2: Exactly, and the team roping. I mean, uh, take basketball for instance. You can, your teammate can fill in and do your and do your job for you, and then you can help out. And, but and I feel like in the team roping, it's kind of still, it's your job, and only you can head or only you can heal, and that's that's your one job, and your partner can't help you do that. But you're still a team. You try to help him as much as you can, but it's also you, they depend on you, and you depend on them.
0: Yeah. So train here I know that a lot of our athletes especially go and support the college rodeo. So are you familiar with team roping? Like so when we talk about it do you know what the event is that we're talking about? I
1: believe so. So it's like y'all both start on the side of the cattle, right? Uh-huh. And they let it go and then one gets the feet and then one gets the arms, I think.
0: The horns are the head, yeah. The so horn, okay. somebody, yeah. So if you're a header, you catch the horns or the head first <clears> and turn the steer, and then the healer tries to catch both back feet.
1: Oh, okay, I see, yes. yeah. Two years ago, was my first rodeo, actually, ever, like, ever. So I was ever just, heard? like, I don't know what that is, but it looks cool. So <laughs> <laughs> I just love the rodeo now. It's
0: great. Yeah, it's yeah. something so different, right, that you probably yeah. would have never experienced if you had stayed in Irving or hadn't come out to Sil Ross. Right,
1: right, yes. It's a totally different environment out here.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's one of the things out here. When you get out here and there's not that much to do, you mm-hmm. try to find different ways to entertain yourself and have fun.
1: Right, exactly. Especially yeah. with the rodeo, too, because there's so many events. Yeah, especially team roping, though. So one of my favorites, actually. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. goes so
0: quick. And then so I guess that's one of the things just, I mean, you brought up with something that's really interesting that is a difference is that you know, and Trey, you kind of mentioned it too. So if you're the one closest to the net in tennis and you miss, mm-hmm. you have a chance that your partner could back you up right. and could go in and still possibly save the play. Right. But in team roping it's not like that, right? Like if you miss no. your head, if you miss your heading loop, like the healer can't head for you and then y'all switch positions. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, so we just went to Clarendon this past week and, team run partner went up there and I mean it was five hours up there and five hours back and you pay your own fuel but you you depend on them but like I had a run set up in which no fault to him but I mean you win some you lose some my healer missed and I don't get back on the bus with him and go back home it's just Mm -hmm. I love my horses up and I go back to home here and practice uh, and try to get better for the next one
0: Okay, so what's, okay, so you t- you take separate rig, because is your teammate from Sol Ross also? Uh,
2: no, ma'am, he is from Tarleton.
0: Okay, so not only do you not go to the same school, but you don't live in the same area, right? So you don't travel to the rodeo together, and you don't travel home from the rodeo together. So if you're mad at him, you can just be like, peace out, I don't want to <laughs> look at you, I don't want to talk to you, I'll it's, see you later.
2: It's pretty easy to be mad at somebody in the rodeo world. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, then do you actually schedule time to get together with your team roping partner? Will y'all work on this intentionally, or do y'all just team rope enough that?
2: Oh, it's it's vice versa. But like this week, I uh, switched team roping partners this week, switched teams, and uh, so I've never roped with this kid. I just met him, and his team roping partner can't make it this week, and so I'm going to fill in. And uh, he's actually from South Plains College, junior college or I guess it's a university. And so he is going to never even met him in person, but we're a team this week.
0: So have you seen any video of him run or seen him, like, at another open or anything?
2: Uh, yes, ma'am, I have.
0: Okay. So can you imagine going to get on the court, the basketball court or the tennis court, tray mm-hmm. with somebody that you've never met before and trusting them to be your partner or your teammate?
1: Um, I, I honestly could. I know okay. A little bit more for tennis because, you know, I'm, I'm really not that know fluent in the tennis world so it's like it's okay, still well, new to you right a little bit so it's like okay well i can trust you but i'm not sure if you know if, if you, you, can really, trust right, me. you can trust me so i'll trust you as long as you know if you really play tennis then yeah yeah i can definitely trust you but on the basketball court it'll be kind of hard you know just you know judging because i don't really know them so it's like i don't know if you you know gonna hustle as hard as i hustle yeah know? so it's like it's a little up in the air
0: yeah, so if yeah. I have an open shot and you have an open shot, which one of us should take it, right? Mm, you're trying to right, decide.
1: Right, right, right. Like, mm, well, I don't know. I'm a pass first guard, so it's like okay. if you're open, hey, shoot that shot. But, okay,
0: so you're a passing guard, not a shooting guard. I am.
1: I am. Okay. I'm, I'm a point guard. I mean, I like to score, but I like to get others involved as well.
0: Okay, in yeah. tennis, what's been your strength so far that you have found?
1: The strength is my serve. I don't oh, yeah. know how, but, like, I get a curve on the ball, and I really don't know how. So, like, I just – practice the same way every time and it always curves so my my, my strength is really the, the serve. Once she nice. hit it back i'm not sure if i'm going to return it but <laughs> <laughs> i know that serve is going to get over it for sure
0: chism have you ever tried to play tennis
2: i have we uh it's kind of a good way for us to stay in shape and nice. which we uh we don't take it as serious but <laughs> and we don't uh, work on little things which is kind of some for us to uh, burn some calories
1: and stay in shape for the rodeo. Oh, that's fun. Nice. Yeah, it will definitely keep you in shape for sure.
0: I haven't played tennis in a hot minute, but I did get into a pretty intense ping pong match while I was wearing some high heels a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> oh, and wow. let me just tell you, that was a workout. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I spent more time um, running to chase the ping pong ball than actually <laughs> playing ping pong. So you know, again, I'm a fit right. lead. Right. I can rock some heels and I can run around on them, but don't ask me to do anything athletic. <laughs> Nothing oh, skill man. related So then Trey have you ever tried to swing a rope So you've kind of been around the rodeo the last couple of years since you've been here yeah. you, Has anybody ever given you the opportunity
1: Not I haven't got an opportunity to swing it But I've always wondered because you know It goes through like a loop doesn't it mm-hmm. So like I just don't know how they like How they swing it and it gets wider So once it gets wider it's like How does it tighten So when you throw it it just you just grab the horns I, I don't know how that works all I know is It just goes through the hoop and then you just I I, I don't even know how to Explain it really, but it's like it's kind of weird to me.
0: So, the way that you were talking about your serve with your tennis, I kind of wondered if you would actually maybe be a good roper because of the Mm. technique, right? Yeah. Um, so Chisholm, if you were gonna coach Trey through his first time to swing a rope, could you talk him through that process?
2: Yeah, it would be hard. Uh, (laughs) we can do it though, but I don't know, I just feel like everybody in the rodeo world has started when they're a little bitty, but (laughs) we can.
0: Yeah. Actually,
2: the the Sol Ross rodeo is out of all 10 college rodeos. They do actually have a student section.
1: Yeah, the basketball team. Let's go. Yeah, Yeah. it
0: really does. It's different than other rodeos, right?
2: Oh, yes, ma'am. We're for sure the only uh, in the southwest region. It's the only
1: college rodeo to have a student section. Wow. I feel honored. We feel honored to have that student session rocking.
0: Well, and just to have people cheering. Like I was even watching, um, so in Texas right now, we just had the Texas Circuit Finals, Mm -hmm. um, which is kind of a big deal. And it's in a huge Coliseum in Waco, Texas. And, Mm -hmm. you know, some rodeo athlete would make a great run and the audience would just be sitting there just like bumps on a log, not cheering, yeah. not applauding, not jumping up and down, nothing. And y'all were way more excited at the college <laughs> rodeo than they were at the pro rodeo. And then as a parent who sat in the bleachers through a lot of calf ropings and team ropings, and Chisholm knows, I've watched Chisholm compete since he was <laughs> a little. Um, it's just us moms in the bleachers and right. nobody else. And there's definitely, you know, like occasionally a mom will get excited about her own kids' run, but that's about it, right? So uh, you've been, Chisholm, you've competed a lot where you haven't heard a lot from the fans.
2: Exactly. I don't know. I, I I feel like I so I circuit rodeo in California and every uh perf that we I roped in out there there was a packed house and everyone loved it. And I don't know, I feel like the Texas fans have gotten dull to rodeo.
0: Well, because I think everyone in Texas if you're at a rodeo, you're probably also a competitor, so you're like it's just another day, right? <laughs> Whereas out here, you know, we don't have that much rodeo. And, you know, even in, like, the area where you live or Stephenville, where my son lives, like, it's every day you can hit a jackpot rodeo or you can rope somewhere. You can enter something, right? But out here, even in Alpine for our rodeo kids, there's not that opportunity. So, Trey, you've probably never played a basketball game and maybe even a tennis match where it's been quiet, where there haven't been people being loud, right? So can you imagine what that would be like?
1: It would be weird. Actually, it will take me back to in COVID. You know, we couldn't have fans or anything like that. So it's just... Our teammates and the refs. <laughs> that's it. So it was, it was pretty quiet. It was, it was very weird. Very, very weird. Like a quiet gym. But, you know, like you make a basket and it's like no one claps. It's yeah. just so weird. Yeah. So if that's how a rodeo is, then, you know, that we tried our best to add some energy to the crowd whenever it was here. so
0: Well, I think y'all did a good job. Chisholm's not the only one that I've heard say that the Sol Ross rodeo was. <laughs> one of the most fun rodeos of the year because of that factor.
1: Well, That's good. That's good. I that mean, yeah. we did our job. Yeah. Definitely did our job.
0: So how is uh, college rodeo season going for you so far, Chisholm?
2: Uh, it's good. Getting the team roping and uh, cap roping's pretty slow right now. And I, we just... We actually Alpine put the first college steer open in. They had it for the first time ever. Woo Ross! Yeah. Yep, I won the two head average down there, and I just uh, placed there in Clarendon second in the steer open. So. All
0: right, so nice. they just added a new event. So this event is kind of like team open. Mm-hmm trait in that he still ropes the head like a team roping hutter would but he has to get the steer down on his own with his rope instead of like in calf roping where the rodeo athlete gets that cow down yeah. now he uses his rope to get the cow to lay down on its side and then he ties the feet kind of like calf roping mm-hmm. so it's an interesting event and you don't see it it's a professional event too but they don't show it on tv and that's not in the main performance of a lot of um rodeo So this is the first year it's ever been in college ever. Mm-hmm. Um and then Sol Ross was the first one, which again just kind of we've been talking about on the podcast, Sol Ross is the home place of college rodeo, so it only makes sense that mm. yeah, yeah that we would be the first ones. Okay. Yeah. That's great. So where are you at in both of your seasons? So basketball um, and tennis. Yeah,
1: basketball's up first. Um we're just, you know, getting practice started, getting used to everything, getting used to the new schedules, and stuff like that um tennis is usually it starts up around you know like the spring around february um like mid february but now yeah we're just focused on basketball right now
0: okay yeah so y'all are just now able to practice with your coaches right that yeah. just happened this week
1: yeah yeah officially official uh, official practice started on the 15th okay yes ma'am
0: and then chisholm are you competing in any other you said you toured at you did a circuit in california so are you competing in any other associations right now besides college
2: So, yes, ma'am. I just bought my permit this past year, and uh, so I made the circuit finals out there. So, I'll go out there to California in January right after the NFR. And so, and then uh, I amateur rodeo here in the summer when the college rodeos were uh, pretty slow. Okay.
1: So,
0: how'd you end up going to California for your circuit?
2: So, uh, I guess. Taylor Santos. uh, I lived with him there in Stephenville when I was going to Cisco College and he's originally from out there and we just kind of loaded up and it was just kind of a uh, life decision and I was kind of getting away from home, figuring out how to do stuff on my own.
0: Nice. So did you like California? Would you ever leave Texas to live there?
2: I don't think I did. I would because fuel was eight dollars a gallon. And, uh, but I will say that California has good people off in the country. But they're uh, I'd, I'd stay
1: away from the cities. So. Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Have you ever been to California?
1: I have actually. It's very expensive out there. Yeah, like too expensive. So I, <laughs> I definitely I agree with Chisholm, I'd stay in Texas. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Interesting. So I kind of want to dig back into your sports just a little bit. So right before you compete in tennis and in team roping, do you say anything to your partners before you go out onto the court or before you ride into the arena? Like, do y'all talk about a game plan? Do you wish each other luck? Do you just be like, you know, I mean, what do you say?
1: I mean, I just get each other hype. I just, you know, make sure he's on his game, make sure he's mentally ready. Um, He makes sure I'm mentally ready. You know, we just in this together really it's just the two of us so kind of make sure we're not a game okay for sure
0: what about you chism do you talk to your partner before you ride in
1: oh yes man we,
2: we kind of get a game plan what we're going to do i guess and to compare it to basketball i mean the steer would be our opponent and so we kind of get a sometimes we know what they do and then we just kind of game plan for what works for us so we kind of just talk about it and how we can do each of our job just a little bit better to help each other.
0: And then in your events, have you ever gotten frustrated mid event, so frustrated with the person that you're playing with or the team that you're playing with that you've let out your anger and you know, yelled at or, you know, you know, gotten onto somebody else that you've been competing with mid event?
1: Um I'm not sure about tennis, but I know basketball for sure. On the court, like, you yeah, Definitely on the court because you know when everything's going, everything's moving pretty fast. Like it's it's bing bang boom. You have like two seconds to you have two seconds to um you know get get over it and get over what just happened and stuff like that. So like mid play, it's like you know you make a closeout and then they swing it again and then you expect someone to be there, but they're not there. So you're like, who's there? And it's just like, come on, like. You know if we're all moving you have to move as well so it's just it gets kind of frustrating but you know that's the love of the game
0: okay yeah what about you chism have you ever let out your frustration with a partner in the arena
2: oh uh, not in the arena and i i mean it's just kind of it kind of depends on what how the situation is most <laughs> of it, you can't control it and a live animal i mean you just there's some things you just can't control. And I mean, so for instance, I mean, we, we, we're not part of a team and so people are watching us and it just kind of shows our character and the rodeo guys, they have a bunch of sponsors. And so another thing is like those those sponsor guys are backing you and they, they don't want to back a character that lets out in the arena. Yeah. It so, reflects that business. Yeah.
0: So we talked about that a little bit in the podcast, that mm-hmm. the difference is the money aspect is a major difference between rodeo athletes and, um, and traditional sports athletes. So what about like after the... Game or the performance or the run is over, what about when you're leaving the arena, leaving the court? Are there words? Do you, like, we've all heard, like, if you watch the dance with Michael Jordan, we've heard about what kind of teammate he was, right? And he did not let his teammates (laughs) get away with anything, and he was not known for being nice. And if you didn't live up to his expectations, you were going to know, right? right. So what about that? Do you ever say anything to the people that you're competing with after it, or if it didn't go well?
1: Oh, yeah, I, I definitely... I, excuse me. I just definitely, you know, just reassure them like you know you're good, you're okay. You know, just making sure their their spirits are up because I know sometimes we all mess up. You know, during the game, like, even Michael Jordan messed up. You know? So
0: you're
1: the nice one. I am. I, I could okay. be. I could be very intense on the court. You know, because I'm I'm in the moment. So it's like if you're not there, why aren't you there? You know. But afterwards, it's like okay, like you're still not there. But I, I understand. You know, because we all mess up. You know, so yeah, i was trying to make sure everyone's you know on the same page usually.
0: What about you, Chism? Are there words after the competition?
1: Well, there, I mean, there's never really any harsh
2: words, but, I mean, you just kind of got to get over it because if you make the next run, it, 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 you don't want it to linger on. Right. He
0: have just, you ever seen other people get in a fight, Chism, at a rodeo, like team and partners over a run? You don't have oh, to name names. You don't have to name names.
2: <laughs> I have seen it, but, I mean, most, most of all, no. That's good. Yeah. They might be hard on each other, but they don't hold on to it.
0: Yeah. So you head right now in college rodeo, but do you also heal?
2: Uh, I do heal, but I'm sticking to head, and that's my better <laughs> sport.
0: But from and, a healer's perspective, have you ever entered a, he- a roping as a healer and then not even gotten to throw your rope? What does that feel like?
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I healed my first year of college rodeo and. What made me change is I sold my heel horse, and I have a good head horse, and so that kind of puts me as a better header. And so, uh, but yeah, I mean, there's been times I rode down the bend, never even thrown my rope.
0: What about you, like, running down the court, or even in tennis, you're playing with your partner, or you're playing basketball, and let's say, like, somebody makes a great steal, you run all the way down the court, and then you don't even get to touch the ball or nothing happens and you have to turn around and go back and you're like, I wasted that effort and that energy for nothing.
1: Right. It's, it gets kind of like that. It's just like, you know, you had a great steal, So congrats. And then I'm running with you and then you just turn it over. So it's just like, well, what was all that running for? You know, <laughs> we could have just stayed back on defense if we were just going to turn it over. So it's, nah, it's all in the, in, in the fun of the game
0: of the game so it sounds like both of you have really learned how to handle yourself in the sport and you know there may be get a little bit heated in the moment but it sounds like you have really learned to handle yourselves so did you learn that from a coach or from your parents like who taught you what the expectations were on the court like of your behavior and of expressing your attitude whether it was you know over celebrating like a victory dance like a they do on you know when you see the nfl big <laughs> touchdown dance yeah. or if it's you know getting mad about a loss who taught you what the what was appropriate
1: um, i definitely say it's a mixture, a mixture definitely between my parents and my coaches as well. So, you know, my, my parents always usually tell me, like, you know, like, you can be good, you can do good at things, but, you know, you have the, the next day to worry about, you know, so it's always going to be the next day, the next game, the next practice, you know, so just look forward to the to the next one.
0: What about you, Chism?
2: Oh Oh, well,
1: I feel like it goes
2: for every rodeo kid out there. If you threw a fit in the arena, then hey, I guess your dad or your your loved one would give you a reason to throw a fit about if you met <laughs> a in the arena. Yeah.
0: So the expectation, or it was established pretty early on, what was tolerated and what wasn't.
2: Oh, absolutely. So and I feel like the. Most of all, the rodeo sports pretty humble about their wins, and nobody even really. You no, know, I mean, people congratulate you, but you just—it's kind of a unknown rule, unwritten rule.
0: Yeah, that's one thing I think is really interesting. Then in talking to the athletes so far from both sports, that there's not as much. Focus on the celebration or enjoyment of the victory mm-hmm. as I would have expected. You know, like that's the whole reason that you compete, right? To right. win and you put in all the hours of practice and all the time and all the extra workouts and the travel and put up with all the conditions and everything that you have to do to get to compete. And then you win. And then it's like, okay, that's it. Now it's time to go get ready for the next one. There's right. no real enjoyment in that victory. So, do y'all ever take time to really enjoy the victories, to soak it in?
1: When everything's over, you we know, have the championship. I say that's when you can really enjoy the wins.
0: Okay, that's so Trace saying waiting for the championship. Yeah, okay, definitely. what about you?
1: Yeah, I, I kind of agree with him there. I
2: mean, the college rodeos. There's ten college rodeos, and then you uh, qualify for the college finals, and then that's where your real enjoyment is. But honestly, you 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 can win one weekend and there's another college rodeo the next you're going to go home and you're going to practice the next day you're not just going to celebrate sit there because guaranteed somebody's behind you and you won it
0: yeah oh yeah there's always somebody wanting your spot right always
1: always someone in your heels
0: yeah so then what if you don't win how do you keep yourself hyped to get ready to go back and do it again
1: i mean i i look at it the same way you know win or lose you have to get ready for the next one. You have to have a short-term memory. I know with uh, with roping, you have to have a short-term memory, especially if you have a, a rodeo one weekend and the next week you got another rodeo. You, know, you can't worry about the, the last rodeo, with yeah. any, any sport, really. But, yeah, I say just uh, just treat it the same. Go back, practice, look at what you did, fix it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Chisholm, how do you come back from a loss? So you said you're, you didn't make a good team roping run at the last rodeo or, like, between you and your partner, it wasn't a – victory so how do you like get yourself hyped up to go back and enter again this next weekend
2: oh well i mean you just i don't know it's kind of i don't know I, i feel like the love for the game is just is in our blood and you just it you for me it's really it's not a drag you just i don't know it's just the love for the horses and love for the game that just keeps me going and even when i win it makes me even want to work harder too so yeah
0: There's no like resting on your laurels. Like, oh, I'm a winner. I don't have to work as hard now.
1: Right. Because once again, it's always someone, always someone behind you working. Winner or lost, they're still working. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So then, what's your mindset at this point now? Where you're like, okay, I'm this far into my collegiate career, Mm -hmm. right? So both of you, you said you have one more. This is your, is this your last year of eligibility, Trey, or you have one more after this?
1: I believe this is my last year.
0: Okay, and then. (laughs) and then Chisholm will this be your last year of college rodeo or will you compete one more year
2: no ma'am I'll go I'll finish out my fourth year next year
0: okay so you're on your third year um so where where you're at in your collegiate rodeo season have you or in your career have you accomplished everything that you want to accomplish sports wise and then and then what do you do like knowing how much time you have left does that change your perspective does that change your game plan
2: Oh. i wouldn't say it changes my uh game plan i mean my goals have not been accomplished i kind of wanted to go on to the college finals haven't done it yet but we got one more year after this but i
1: plan on doing it this year
0: okay
1: that's good yes, sir. we're cheering well, you on yes we are go so ross <laughs> <laughs> well, what about you dre um no I, I just i just take every year the same you know i have the one end goal um, I haven't got that end goal yet, that championship, but you know, the team is working, I'm working. Um, even in tennis, we're working, you know, consistently. Um, just want to get to that end goal, especially because, you know, this, this may be my last year. So just want to go out very, very strong. Bring the back to Soros. Okay. Yeah.
0: So when you start thinking again, like Chisholm, you mentioned the college rodeo season is only 10 rodeos total for the entire year, and we have Oh, we lost Chisholm. Oh, we lost Chisholm. No. Oh no. Well, we will wrap this up then, and maybe we can bring Chisholm and Trey back for another episode. But Zoom did us dirty today. <laughs> Dang you, Zoom! Oh man. Um, we asked for more time, and it cut us off early. So, Trey, where like where you're at right now? Potentially your last season. You are just about to start. You haven't competed yet. So, how many games will you play in your season?
1: Um, roughly about around 30. I'm not mistaken.
0: Okay. Yeah. So if you 30. work your way backwards thinking, okay, I have 30 opportunities left in my entire collegiate career. Does that freak you out a little bit when uh, I say it that I way? Got, I just
1: got goosebumps a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> like, I only got 30. No, yeah.
0: <laughs> so does it change? Um, like one of the football players that I had on here, he mm-hmm. talked about knowing that it was last, his last season, he felt like he was putting it all on the field more so this year than maybe he had in the past. So do you feel like you've held back a little bit and that now you're ready? Like, okay, now I know I can't leave anything left on the court. Or do you feel like it's the same? You've always given all effort. Oh yeah,
1: I've always given all of my effort um, throughout the years. Um, Well, this year it feels a little different only because that it is the last year. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, like I just, just, you know, I'm not saying I want to win more, but it's like, this is the last year. So, if, you know, whatever you did in the past years, it's fine. But this year is the one that counts with the new year. It's the next year, it's the last year too. So you might not get this opportunity again. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then same thing, so you'll compete in tennis again in the spring? Yes ma'am. Okay, um, any different approach going into your tennis season? So This is a new sport for you, so maybe yeah. you don't have as high expectations in tennis right. because you didn't even know you were gonna be playing collegiate tennis, <laughs> right? Right, right.
1: right. Um, you know, I have the same expectations, um, especially, especially this year, you know, my partner um, Mitchell, um, you know, we just, you know, we're, we're locked in, we're just ready to go, ready to get started. Hopefully, you know, we can win some more games win some more matches. Yeah, hopefully um, we were actually pretty close last year okay. we were we were spot on. We actually competed very well against a, a very good TLU team. Okay. And it was uh, we thought we were going to win that one. We did not but you know, it's it's just fun. You know, it's just fun playing out there um, this year. We're definitely looking to win some matches. Okay. A lot more matches, yeah.
0: So you said Mitchell is your partner, so do you feel like you have that trust in him that you talked about as key for being in a partnership? Oh yeah,
1: definitely have a lot of trust in him. Um he actually came into tennis um right before I did, you know, so he has that, you know, experience a little bit. Um and he even teaches me some stuff with hitting the ball, when when you know, when to scoot up on the net, when to scoot back on the net, you know, stuff like that. Those little pointers mm-hmm. here and there. Um yeah, I definitely have that trust in him though. For Do
0: sure. you run into any scheduling conflicts when you have basketball season and tennis happening at the
1: same time? Not, not usually because you know tennis it starts. I said mid February, but it may even start like you know early March, mid March, okay. and you know we get done around you know early March, mid March. So it's like
0: hopefully mid March, right? Right, right, mid March. <laughs> what I'm
1: saying. Hopefully, March mid, madness. right, right, mid March, mid March. So it's like you know sometimes it it could conflict a little bit. Um, you know, like with practice and weights and practice, we know mm-hmm. with two different sports. So um, yeah, sometimes it conflicts, but not really, not too much. Okay. Yeah.
0: Do you feel like your athletic mindset is different for either of the sports? Do you feel like you go into it with the same, like I gotta, I'm here to win and <laughs> I'm here to compete and definitely, it's all in?
1: Definitely, I definitely come in, you know, ready to win. Um, tennis is more so, also it's like a, I mean, it's two on two, but also it's like a one on one as well, because you know, you have another, a guy across the net who's uh, close to the net as well. So it's basically like you versus him mm-hmm. and your partner versus their partner. So it's like, you know, I have to beat him out. So that's really the, the I say the luxury of tennis, you know, you to to play one on one as well as two on two. Okay. And um, for basketball, it's kind of the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yes, ma'am.
0: All right. So are you excited about getting to, we're, gonna cut this off so you can get to practice right now right <laughs> right, <That's>, right right <laughs> well we appreciate your coaches um yes. basketball coach and strength coach letting you come and do this because yes, i yes, know yes. we had tight schedule today to get everything in so yes, trey thank you so much for joining well, us on under the brand today me. yes ma'am thank you thank you appreciate it and bye chism thanks for joining us <laughs>